Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is Force Center, a show about Star Wars, pop culture, and the ultimate adventure, life itself. I'm Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm Ken Napsuck. We got some questions, and Joseph, uh, maybe even a new title? Maybe. We're just we're just trying out new titles all the time. Uh, welcome to an episode of Questions 
of the everything, uh, which I, I always like to hear in Palpatine's voice. Uh, we put out calls, as always, to our patrons on Patreon for questions during the strike, uh, when strikes, plural, when we were other center, we were taking questions about books, music, uh, feelings, lots of questions about feelings, because uh, we couldn't cover Star Wars, we couldn't cover uh, a lot of other uh, pop, pop culture from a struck company. And we really love talking Star Wars, but we want to talk pop culture. We want to talk feelings, books, music. So we put out a call on Patreon for give us any question, a Star Wars question, a life question, whatever you got. So we're going to be experimenting here with questions of everything. Well, we'll take a Star Wars question first, and then we'll see what the other question is. Maybe one week it'll be two Star Wars questions. Uh, but hopefully we'll be having a nice variety, which I'm really enjoying, Ken, because I think a, a part of what's so enjoyable at it, about it is... I think we've always thought of Star Wars doesn't exist in a vacuum. It is affected by real life. It is affected Mm -hmm. by whatever's going on with the MCU. But I think we kind of sometimes put like a, uh, uh, you and I both had childhoods where we were taught rules and then felt like (laughs) we need to follow rules. And somehow we taught ourselves the rule that you must talk about Star Wars. Maybe for five seconds, you can talk about James Bond and Game of Thrones, but get back to Star Wars because Star Wars only. (laughs) And I'm really loving that. Uh, this is a Star Wars podcast, but Star Wars is affected by so many other things and feeling able to talk about Star Wars uh, in, in granular detail, but also in this larger context of how it is affected by everything else around it is really fun. Yeah, I think the, the value in it, and, and it, look, I, we are a Star Wars podcast. We, we do know that that's probably what draws in most of you. We get that, but I've had such... So many wonderful conversations. I recently highlighted my conversation with Andrew, a listener up in Seattle at my comedy show. Just nice words to say about Other Center, about getting to know us. And and that stuff, those feelings you're talking about, (laughs) do flow directly into our views and our thoughts and our perspectives and our understandings of Star Wars. So you're seeing how – you're almost seeing how the the hot dog is made, which is scary. We Mm -hmm. we had a lot of hot dog talk on the last couple of episodes (laughs) of Force Center. It's hot dog week here on Force Center. <laughs> Hope you enjoy. Uh, but as always, we want to let you know that today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash Center. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. This week, we are continuing to recommend Crimson Climb by E.K. Johnston. Uh, this is a Kira book. We're big fans of Kira, so we're hoping to get to that book, hoping to read it and enjoy it eventually. But if you want to give it a listen right now, you can help us out a bunch uh, by downloading your free audiobook today. You can go to audibletrial.com slash center One more time, that's audibletrial.com slash center for a free audiobook. Uh, we also like to do our little ask. <laughs> Clasp our little <laughs> hands together like Dickensian waves and say, Please, sir, may we have some more YouTube subscribers? <laughs> Ken, do you want to do our ask? I, uh, please. I, I hate porridge, but I do love asking. Uh, we are trying <laughs> to reach 7,500 subscribers. And we are so close that, hey, by the time I say this, it could be old news. But I uh, I think it's uh, it's important to ask. The numbers are, are, are important. Uh, we're trying to not just make a go on it on YouTube like some scrappy kids with dreams. This is a, a place we've been on for a long time. But uh, expanding our reach and trying to bring in new voices, uh, uh, you know, and, and new uh, voices in their, our own fandom and, and, and new ears. Uh, I'm just throwing body parts and uh, <laughs> functions out there. Uh, it, it's important to us, and YouTube's the way to do that, and uh, we're trying to get that uh, subscription number up to 7,500. That's our ask. I'll back out before I say something silly. 
<laughs> that is a great ask. You're talking about hot dogs and body parts. <laughs> Real dark episode here on Questions of the Everything. Uh, but YouTube's been great. It's been it's it's all connected. It's been great uh, to go full faces uh, in the <laughs> podcast side as well. Uh, and uh, it's been great on YouTube to definitely see some people who've been with us a long time, but also see some new people trying us out. And uh, it, it has been great given the legend of, of YouTube where uh, comments can be uh, quite nasty. Uh, it's been a dream to hear in the comments other people's take on things stated in such a, a fun and friendly, like, oh, cool, I grew up at this time and I thought this about it, or I don't normally like this, but I do like it when this happens. I, I love that. I love hearing the insights. So thank you all to everybody who's been on YouTube and been commenting in such an awesome way. Yeah, uh, you you don't have to comment, but YouTube wants you to comment. Uh, so choose uh, words of peace, not words of war when uh, even <laughs> disagreed with us. Uh, but it's, uh, it can sometimes get scary. I always say uh, 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 creators and artists and entertainers and broadcasters and comics, we don't love uh, uh, pushback. We don't love hecklers. It's just a side effect of what we do. Uh, so it sometimes creates fear into stepping onto a new stage. And you all have been so wonderful. So thank you. I echo yes. Joseph's thoughts. Yes, thank you very much uh, for the non-heckle comments. <laughs> uh, but with that, we're going to get into some questions uh, from James Pasqualucci. That comes his first one. Uh, and James says, hello there, Force Center. I usually prefer to stay on the positive side of questions, but I want to confront my fear like a Jedi. So I come to you with this question about a small concern of mine and hopefully get some good Star Wars counseling out of it. My question relates to Star Wars villains beyond the sequel trilogy. What these villains could be is a fascinating mystery to me. It also gives me a small amount of concern. You have talked about how Star Wars is a great balance of the new and old. I ask you, what do you think villains will look like beyond the sequel trilogy? And what is the balance of new and old in creating them? My fear is that we'll go to one of two extremes. Legends tried many new things in the form of villains like the Yuuzhan Vong, Abeloth, and Darth Krait. I don't want to say these villains didn't work at all, as they do have their fans. However, for some, these villains were just a little too much, myself included. On the other hand, I don't want them to go too familiar. I love the sequel trilogy, and I love what the First Order and the Contingency Plan represent. However, I guess I have a small fear that we will see another version of the Empire, and I really want to see nary a white armored stormtrooper, planet-killing <laughs> superweapon, or return Palpatine within 500,000 light years of any story said after the sequel trilogy. So again, I ask, what is the balance? Uh, thank you for the counseling, and may the Force be with you all. Uh, James, thank you for this question. Uh, it is uh, stated <laughs> so so personally, reckoning with your own uh, uh, feelings and fears and, and tastes, uh, but I think it's a pretty universal one of a question of how you create not just Star Wars enemies, but enemies for the Jedi. Um, yeah. Ken is a starting place. You know, I... I uh, experienced the use on Vong a little bit, um, didn't uh, get, ha had some pushback, so I didn't dive deep. Um, I, I did a little bit of a Wikipedia uh, dive on Abeloth and, and Darth Abeloth and Darth Crate uh, to refresh myself. I have to admit, I'm not super familiar with them, but they do feel like they're uh, the uh, Abeloth and Darth Crate both in the sort of category of super Sith of mm -hmm. um, of Sith villains uh, uh, that are sort of Big, bad Sith, uh, but still in, in the general Sith category. Do you have any relationship with, with those baddies? 
No, and 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 didn't Avaloth pop up during the Ahsoka discourse is, is something that might, you know, there's a possibility there was a reference or Filoni could be leading towards that. I, I think a lot of speculation was around that. I remember that. Yeah, I think some Legends fans yeah. are reading some tea leaves, and, uh-huh. I, and I don't think um, incorrectly necessarily, or I don't think wildly in that Filoni has mm-hmm. been so... Uh, positive about his love of the eu and wanting to incorporate elements of the eu is he yeah. builds out this uh new republic uh, right. era of star wars so i think that's uh where it was leading to i don't remember the exact tea leaves that people are, are reading but i think that was the spirit of it yeah yeah and i'm sure we might get comments down below which is okay yeah uh, help us uh, help uh, educate us not not fight back uh yeah this man uh yeah my relationship with those three is is uh, is null, almost null and mm-hmm. void. Uh, not, I, I've I've been pretty vocal about not loving a lot of the EU back then. I just didn't, so I did. So I moved on. I didn't I didn't do a, a rant because I don't think I could do a rant video back then. I just <laughs> moved on uh, and and enjoyed what I wanted to enjoy in Star Wars. Uh, that doesn't mean there's a value of, in each one of them, but there couldn't be things updated and adapted into new canon. I think that's been done successfully by Filoni and so mm-hmm. many other wonderful creators. So I'm excited to explore themes that could exist from those characters because that's the big key that i think draws you and i and so many people in what are the themes what's the why uh use on vong uh or a punchline i use them as a punchline that doesn't mean uh, they don't have value and i i understand there's fans and sometimes perhaps even i've been disrespectful to those fans by my use on Vong <laughs> jokes i just didn't like the concept of not affected by the force and again i'm not in the weeds so feel free to correct me and wag a finger at me. I just didn't like it from afar. I looked at it. I didn't like the designs. I did, I did, so I didn't engage with any of that stuff. But this question, I'll say before we go on. James, I don't think this is a negative question. This is an exciting mm-hmm. question because we have an opportunity for something brand new or something familiar in a new way. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's a thrilling question. Um, and yeah. Same thing. I, I just, I, I, I didn't ever read anything with Abeloth or, or Darth Crate. Right now, to mm-hmm. me, they're they're Wikipedia en- entries, so I don't have a yeah. super relationship or strong opinion about them. Yuzon Vong, I think I read part of one of the books, and and the uh, theory of n- not being affected by the Force, and I, and I know that might evolve. I don't know. I haven't I haven't read the books, and I bet if I had time to read them all. I'd find a bunch of stuff I really like and there'd mm-hmm. be episodes of Yuzon Vong Center where mm-hmm. I really pull out what I do like about them. But I always have a strong, like, I don't want to, um, I don't want to depower the Jedi. I, I think yeah. there, there's that classic Superman question of like, find, find a conflict for him. Don't depower him. And I feel the same way about the Jedi. Yeah. That's what I knew about Yuzon Vong back in the day. So I didn't dive in. So that acknowledged, I want to get into uh, the possibilities of the future. I uh, want to talk about the possibilities of what the villains are, but I want to start with this, Ken. Um, you already touched on this. I think the the challenges in creating villains, not just for Star Wars, but for Jedi specifically, is the why. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is their motivation? How does their philosophy or perspective challenge or compromise the Jedi? Mm-hmm. I think that's a big way they can be different because they can have different motivations uh, within their goals of battling, conquering, killing. Um, so there's the why, what's their motivation? And then there's also just the sort of the practical and the fun space fantasy question of how can they be a physical threat to the Jedi without depowering the Jedi? Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about those as kind of two starting places for 
what you need in a in a Jedi villain. Yeah, and it, it's what makes it so difficult. I, I think even going back to Yuuzhan Vong, the spirit might have been like, well, what do we do? The EU rolls on, and we got to figure out. And we we've already cloned Palpatine in the EU. We can't. Let's do something else. I, so I get the spirit. It goes. I goes to your question. I think of 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 uh, you don't you don't want to lower the Jedi to their level. You want the the, the challenge to be um, on equal playing fields. I, I think it's what they asked themselves successfully in the High Republic series. That phase one. Uh, changed my uh, early opinions on the Nile and Marquion Row, uh, where I was like, I don't know, marauders and pirates, I get it. Oh, no, it, it was very politically charged. It was very um, of its time of when that was written. And also uh, the writers and creators and, and people behind those books and, and comics were like, what would the Jedi fear? That's the valuable question. So that's how you have to approach it. It's no easy answer. Uh, and that's why I think at times you do go to Sith or dark side users. It just makes sense. Uh, light and dark, the balance and the dark is the corruption of the light and, and or, or the, the Sith and those dark side users are a corruption of, 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 of that balance. So that's where you have to start. I don't have the answer. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. I think um, the High Republic uh, makes me really excited about the possibility because I think mm-hmm. uh, of what villains can be and really – in my mind, successfully expanding the palette of Star Wars villains, because I think it, it wrestles with both questions of um, how, what is their motivation? So they are compelling characters onto themselves. Why do they want to conquer, kill, Mm -hmm, stop, mm -hmm, (laughs) control? mm -hmm. Um, What is their specific philosophy toward or about the Jedi? So how can the Jedi be, be philosophically challenged? Uh, And then also dealing with how can it be a true physical threat? And, yeah, you know, yeah. for people who haven't read The High Republic, um, and I've only read Phase 1 in the first couple books of Phase 2, so I'm not fully exposed to the to the Phase 1 villains, but enough to be really mm-hmm. tantalized. It was the villain in, in, in Phase 2 is the most exciting part of it for me. Mm. Um, for people who are, haven't read High Republic, we have uh, uh, the Nile, who are, they are pirates, but their tactics are antithetical to the Jedi. They are about um, claiming that they have freedom while having a really rigid, controlling, violent, internal, violent, cruel, internal government. They shock the Jedi with their violence in their overwhelming numbers. Uh, we, we also have the the Drenjir, which are just uh, dark side plants. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's one of the big answers of how do you find new villains for Star Wars? Go full pulp. Mm-hmm. Go to... Like this is, you know, the the day of Triffids, you know, famous British horror film of like, what if we look, often we look at nature, look at a tree and go, that's beautiful. What if the trees were all talking to each other and wanted to kill us? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's high pulp and it's great because it is, it's the, it's the organic dark side that just wants to consume the Jedi are in their way. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're introduced to uh, the characters with many different names, including the nameless, but are yeah. uh, these horrible pulpy creatures that that eat the force and, and drain a Jedi of their vital life. So it, it is dabbling into that Yuzon Vong territory of like, we got to have something that can yeah. weaken the Jedi. Yeah. But instead of denying the force, it's entirely, you know, uh, uh, a manifestation of, of eating the force is really cool. Uh, the beginning of phase two, which I've read is the, the path of the open hand, which is a, basically a, a cult with an entirely different perspective in claim on the force. So you're getting into that philosophical. So yeah. for me, like running down this list of high Republic, it's all these options. It's yeah. uh, 
challenging their perspective. It's challenging their power with pulpy, weird, fantastic creatures. It's uh, Mm -hmm. the Nile target the Jedi. The Nile know their weaknesses in terms of their attitudes and their beliefs and what will hurt and demoralize them is Mm -hmm. random violence across the galaxy is so upsetting to the Jedi because it's the Jedi are trying to remain order and they are creating chaos, chaos, chaos. So I just think Mm -hmm. it's a a great template of all the different ways you can come at the Jedi with villains. Yeah. And, and, and as we start to look ahead at what might actually show up, I mean, I think there's, you're, you're, you're kind of discussing a little template that might work for, for me. And I, I I want it again to be new. And again, that James, like that's your question is, (laughs) <laughs> How do we actually make it new and not just a, a repeat? Uh, I, I the, the Nile this coming from you know it's this disenfranchised group coming from a, a, a maybe an understandable perspective whipped up into a frenzy a violent frenzy by by rulers like you talked about. These are people mm-hmm. that would storm a capital capital because they think it's right and that's what they're trying to put out into the galaxy. These agents of chaos uh, uh, feeling they're free but they're not. Uh, that's very political. That's very real. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, look at where Ray might be building this order in, you know, another war. We don't want to repeat the mistakes. And from the outside, there's probably people who still think, you know, the Jedi should go away. Hell, we fight that in the fandom. <laughs> the actual fandom of Star Wars sometimes has this like, <laughs> oh, the Jedi were bad and they should go away. Um, so that's that's also part of looking forward to for me. That yeah, template you uh, just I, talked about. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, and I agree with you. I think all of Star Wars pulls from the, the trauma of, of the real world. And it, so much of Star Wars is built on what it would make people want to be authoritarians and the mm-hmm. desire for uh, the, the, no empathy, just believing that only I should have power. And ultimately you strip everything of the, with the Empire and the Force Order down. It's one a twisted man who just believes I should control everything. Nobody else should have anything. (laughs) All the cookies for me and death to everyone else, as long as I can maintain it and everything spirals down uh, from there. Uh, A thing that happens in real life. So processing a real trauma. I think what's uh, exciting to me starting to just uh, uh, speculate, uh, hopefully responsibly about the new Jedi order. I agree with James uh, as much as I love the, the story told of the First Order that authoritarian regimes do not want to go quietly and they're not a defeat at once and we're done, as we're seeing. Um, the the world was exposed uh, to horrible authoritarianism in World War II, in Nazi Germany, the true threat of it. Uh, it is talked about, reflected again and again in stories all through the... 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and then I kind of think starting in the 90s, the Nazis start to feel far away and the lesson forgotten mm-hmm. and the lesson diminished. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we're seeing across the globe uh, new efforts, uh, authoritarianism. So I think the First Order was a great way to address that real-life trauma. Mm-hmm. But there, you do get to a point where, like, uh, y- you you want... Uh, something different for the the fun and the fantasy and the meaning of of Star Wars. So I'm with James on that. Yeah. I, what I'm most excited about, Ken, for the for New Jedi Order is very few things have been said about this Ray and the New Jedi Order movie. But one of the things that uh, the director, Charmaine Obed Chinoy, said at uh, Star Wars Celebration was, uh, 15 years after the First Order, 
war. The Jedi are starting to come back. And there's a bunch of people who don't want the Jedi to rise and flourish. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That, to me, doesn't sound like an authoritarian regime that is politically taking over. That sounds to me like a very interesting uh, idea that can reflect the real world, where there's this group here who believes in empathy. They believe in helping one another. They believe we're all in this together. They want to go around and help. Uh, But if somebody is violently torturing people, they're going to step in and defend those people. And uh, powerful, entrenched systems who like the status quo, who don't want empathy, who don't want help, who want people to stay exactly where they are and in the systems they are, go, we we don't want anybody to (laughs) Mm -hmm. stand up for empathy and togetherness. We want the people on our system of planets to believe there's no other way, there's no other hope. That to me sounds like the villains might be galactic robber barons, bankers, galactic one percenters, weaponizing popular opinion against these Jedi. Who are these wizards to go around the galaxy and make decisions for you? So if that's the why... It's not about taking over the galaxy. It's about we want to keep the galaxy exactly as it is with our systems in place. And we don't want anyone disrupting it with hope and empathy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How can we end them in the in the arena of popular opinion? And, and to get into this fantasy and the pulp of it, what weapon can we find to use against them? Mm-hmm. Can we, you know, find some ancient Sith mm-hmm. weapon, be it a tool, be it a person, and use them as a weapon? Mm-hmm. of keeping the status quo. That's a lot for me to spin out of one thing that the director said, but that's where my mind goes. How, how are you feeling, Ken? I, 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 it, it's both a lot, but I, I think potentially really accurate. Uh, I, and, and I, or, or I'll, I'll admit this. I just really want that to be the case. I, I think <laughs> I think you have a story that is about building uh, something new, not just the Jedi Order, but we have a, a, the new New Republic, whatever it will be called, 15 years after it's been in place. And what you're talking about, because you are 15 years out, and we already know that in Star Wars, history seems to vanish pretty fast, right? <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's a joke you could make. Uh, I, 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 I even sometimes have fun with Force Awakens, a movie I love of like, I heard rumors of Han Solo like 30 years ago. Have you, have you not heard of Richard Nixon? Like, have you not heard of like the Beatles? <laughs> rumors of Richard Nixon. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I heard Paul McCartney had a band before Wings. Yeah, like, um, <laughs> but you have enough time with 15 years that, that exactly what you're talking about of those in power politically, uh, corporations, whatever you want to do it within the Star Wars world, uh, are really excited to be like, no, things are good. Things were good. How 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 big was that threat that we all came together to fight? You know, uh, come mm-hmm. on, it, it, it's it's in the past. Let's go back. This is some some traditional thinking going on here in the galaxy before Leia and her warmongering ways. They got us into that anyways. I think you play with that, and then the the, the you mentioned earlier of uh, the, the path of the open hand is is a cult like thing. Like uh, that's kind of a. A literal like behind it all is a a, a a cult trying to grasp onto its own power, and and you mm-hmm. wouldn't want you'd you'd want to pervert the the meaning of the Jedi, 
and, and take the truth and, and take the true intentions. Because even the Jedi have some confusion because that's kind of the complicated gray areas we all live in of, of multiple truths and, and different ways to, to look at it. And, and people change, people grow, and the Jedi did slip. And, and you could focus on the slip and not mm-hmm. the big goal. And, and if you have someone going, and now you got Ray, who was part of that warmonger and Leia team, is, is, is trying to rebuild these bastards. She wants them back. Look at all the destruction mm-hmm. they brought. And, and you get one person, a political figure, almost as if the villain was like Palpatine without the, the dark cloak, just Senator Palpatine. You know, like, mm-hmm. the, and by the way, mm-hmm. I'm not suggesting Senator Palpatine comes back. No. Um, <laughs> but it, I, I do want it to be that uh, that real, that it's that it's within its, the calls coming from within the old the government house in, in, in the center of the, of the new, 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 new republic, which they'll have to come up with a, a name. Yeah. I mean, I, I just people can attach various uh, real world things to it and, and I certainly am but but to me it is mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. Uh, uh, systems where things are pretty explicitly not good for us but they've just built up that way mm-hmm. and they can be changed yeah but the battle is getting people to believe that they cannot be changed that right. they are fundamental truths they always have been they always will be and yeah, I think yeah. it's when when people kind of see like there's various fundamental truths, but you know, we just, we just make up how transportation works. We decide cars aren't the one truth. We decided that and we could decide something different. Mm -hmm. But if you're a car maker, you want people to believe that cars are a fundamental immutable Mm -hmm. truth and it cannot be changed. And I think the philosophy of the Jedi, I think in, in my opinion to Lucas, they are heroes. Yes. They're heroes walking a difficult path and they slip. Yes. But what I'm hearing, hoping for vibe-wise in the new Jedi Order is finally some time with the Jedi as heroes. Mm-hmm. That Ray's heart is in the right place. Mm-hmm. That she's raising a, a, a group of uh, Jedi who are truly helping the downtrodden, uh, the people being victimized by cruel regimes or, you know, capitalism uh, run amok, uh, you know, natural disasters. And being heroes going around and giving people hope that things can be different, that things can change. And the idea of who would want to stop people from being hopeful and empathetic, which is what to me the Jedi ultimately represent, is, is really powerful. And, and resetting them as the heroes that just can't exist because we, yeah. we can't let people have heroes. Yeah, no, look, I think also what you're pitching is that this series is about walkable cities and mass transportation versus big car. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's just what I'm trying to find, you know, examples that don't, you know, set the internet on fire. But I mean, I think, I think that about like algorithms on social media, like, does anybody think they're actually better for us? Like the, if the people voted, everything would be linear. We want to pick our friends and then see an order what the friends we selected saw mm. that does not benefit anybody who owns social media. So they try to train us that, mm-hmm. it, that it is a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, there's kind of endless, uh, different, uh, amount of heated examples of people this. who, who try to trap you into a system and say, this is the way it is. This is the way it should always be. And I think Jedi disrupt that because they, they mm-hmm. question, they empower their heroes. Yeah. 
look, I, yeah, I, I, I'm joking and it wouldn't be this direct, but it's, it's almost like it's an election year in this story. And you got a chancellor candidate and you got some lobbyists and you got people trying to figure this all out. <laughs> but what I, one of the things I like what you're saying is I think when a lot of people look at Ray and the new Jedi Order, and we've had the discussions and we'll probably have them again. It, a lot of it is like this internal, like what's Ray going to build? What's the attachment stance, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is Ray going to be able to, to date? Can any of her students date and take families or those kind of – and there's those – I think those are – wonderful uh, discussions that have around a new Jedi order, because that's a lot of the debate. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. the, the amount of friends I have, and, I, and again, I, they're not wrong. I understand where they're coming from. of like, those nasty Jedi just going around kidnapping kids to turn. We got a, we got a kidnapping kid question that we're, that we're going to come up. I think it, it's, it, it's an important part of the story, but yeah. yeah. And I think those are things that have to be reckoned with or looked at. And Ray will have that. And, uh, but uh, what I like about, but, but, but your question, James, is it's, that's going on here, but it all funnels to this this point of good, it's justice for the Jedi. Uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. th- this is here's, but we need we're needed, and this is what we're here for. Didn't you just learn that? And 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 then having people around it can say, no, that's a lie. That's a lie, and we need to get rid of them. That's that's interesting. It, 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 and put it in in terms of action. And you're talking about a super weapon, or I, I would expect Sith. I, I, I'll say this. I agree. I don't want. I don't want stormtroopers. I don't want Tie fighters. I don't want Palpatine. Uh, I love. I just watched Rise of Skywalker this weekend. I love everything about it. But we're good. We t- we've told that story. Um, but I, 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 I do want Sith mentioned. I do want Dark Said used. I do want Night Sisters mentioned. Oh, there's there's a lot of ways to look at the Force and a lot of ways to use the Force, uh, and not all good. So that that would have to factor into it. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, we just had a long talk about the the pulp elements of Ahsoka. I think the more you just have an open mind and an open imagination, you can build on what has come before. But there's no reason you can't have a a new planet where where, where dark side worship has emerged. You know yeah. uh, that, and that maybe that group of people is manipulated by Senator not Palpatine <laughs> to yeah. go after uh, the Jedi. Uh, you know. I, I think you can be in like the examples from from High Republic. You can be extremely imaginative about what is the actual uh, uh, weaponized yeah. power that is a danger. Like, mm-hmm. you know, why can't Ray just go in and not ha, either just have tea with the senator or yeah, if you hire some bounty hunters, uh, what, yeah, that mm-hmm. what it, okay. Um, mm-hmm. But there's lots of different ways to approach it. So I'm, I'm yeah. I think. I'm I'm excited about the possibility that this isn't about galactic conquering, that this is about the Jedi can exist, which will by default make the villains different. Yeah, they can exist in this thing we're building now. Uh, no one's conquering from the outside, but someone's trying to conquer from the inside, right? As what? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's really exciting. Yeah, yeah. Great question, James. Any final thoughts from you, Ken? No, again, James, uh, we we are. I, I'm with you. I've spent time thinking about this too. Uh, is it just going to be a red bladed, dark cloaked uh, villain? Uh, those those always look cool. Uh, fun discussions. I'm sure not the last time we'll discuss, especially especially as news starts trickling out about what is coming our way. Yeah. Final thought for me too is I do feel like uh, uh, as we've discussed, our, our whole culture has been on a path of having the fun and the joy of reclaiming old things we thought was lost. Go back to the Force Awakens and the thrill of, we're going to get to see the Falcon back in action. Mm-hmm. Chewie, we're home. Our culture wanted that for a while. And I think we've got a lot of that, and there's a natural swing back where people are like, I still love the familiar, but I really need some new. 
Yeah. And I think in a movie about the new Jedi Order, I feel like there's going to be an awareness of, let's show them things they've never seen in Star Wars before because the new is important too. Yeah, very much so. All right, for our audio listeners, we are going to take a quick break. If you're watching on YouTube, we might just freakishly continue because of commercials. What a world we live in. Back in a moment. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And we're back. 
Uh, we are excited to continue taking some great questions uh, here on Questions of the Everything. Took a great uh, Star Wars question. And now we're going to take a question uh, from a long-time uh, listener, watcher, friend of the show, Anakin Crespin. Uh, that, hey, maybe some Star Wars ideas will come into this, uh, but it is about that ultimate adventure, life itself. Anakin says, hey, friends, uh, don't know if this is too much, but on December 23rd, my entire life was upended when I found out the person I was with for 10 years was being unfaithful. That said, Christmas Eve, Christmas, and my birthday, the day after Christmas, were three of the worst days of my life. Any chance you'd care to share some tales of heartbreak and how you overcame it? Force Center is a huge part of my life and one of the only things helping me to keep it together right now. Thanks, and may the force be with you. Thank you, Anakin. You have been just such a, a wonderful uh, supporter and, of course, extremely uh, sorry to hear that you're going through a hard time and uh, appreciate all of the support you've always given here. So, Ken, where do you uh, where do you start with this one? Wow, yeah, where... <laughs> Anakin, I echo what Joseph said. You've been a presence here for a while. We always make that uh, reference, Anakin, to real name because uh, uh, you know I've communicated with you, and this 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 news uh, hits home, man. I, I feel real sorry and sad for you, uh, but also um, I, I'm trying to think of what heartbreak to bring into the conversation. Joseph, we talk a lot about career heartbreak, those mm-hmm. failures, not just things you had and didn't do well at, but like dreams you had, and 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 there's been moments in my life where I've literally gotten a phone call at two in the morning that said your path here is done what you Mm -hmm. what you set out to do and all your energy is done it's forever changed i've had uh i've been blessed to have some okay ends of relationships uh and i've had some some painful ones i think um i don't i don't know anakin's age directly i i think with experience and with learning that this too shall pass that seems trite that's where i go to now uh, where as long as I'm still above ground, I've still got a chance to do something. Those three worst days of your life, uh, what can you learn from it? What can you, uh, what can you grow from? What, what, this is a change. This is an opportunity that's easy to think of from afar when you're in it. My suggestion to those that are in it, and every time I've been in heartbreak, is to, it's okay to wallow, roam around in it, wear it, wear it like a cloak. <laughs> write a poem, write a dark song. Uh, It's okay because I feel if you run away from that heartbreak and you try to push it down or try to the the, the toxic positivity, that's when it really matters. You've said some great things on that in the past, Joseph. Mm -hmm. That's when you're just lying to yourself and you're not processing the pain. Uh, there's time to have the analysis later on. Um, uh, there's time to look at what you did wrong. Cause I, I, I've looked back and been like, Oh yeah, that was me. Uh, mm-hmm. There's even some job things with some big uh, digital media companies I worked at that I had, I worked for horrible people and was happy to get out. But I also know that, well, I didn't do all the right things in the situations either, but you mm-hmm. can't see that right now. You're, I was just living in the anger or the frustration. Um, so that's part of it too. But as far as the actual, you know, I'll come, I'll pitch back to you, Joseph, while I get in maybe some more specifics, uh, how I overcome it now is just to know that you will be okay. Um, you just have to work for that. Yeah. I really echo a lot of things uh, that you're saying of, I think one of the most important things is let yourself feel sad without Mm -hmm. losing your hope. And um, even for disappointments and and things I've been upset with, it's been 2023 was a real up and down year for me. And there were some, in 2023, I've mentioned before, I had some of the worst days I've had in a long time. 
And one, and the, one of the most important things to me is to just let myself feel absolutely distraught about the thing that I'm upset with. But I also say like, I'm going to be the worst grump, listen to angry music, listen to sad music, take walks and rage <laughs> at the sky. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because I know next week, I once I give myself some time to breathe, I'm going to try again. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the difference between toxic positivity of like, well, the world sets you back. Just be strong and get on your feet. And <laughs> mine is like, yes, that eventually. Yes. But it, just like Ken's saying, let yourself be sad. Let yourself obsess over the detail that stings for a little while. Mm-hmm. Just don't let yourself stay there. It, mm-hmm. it Give yourself the time you need to grieve. You know, it, it, but for a situation like this, it sounds like you've been in a relationship for a long time. You, if that relationship ended great, you'd still have to grieve. So mm-hmm. give yourself a, some time to grieve. Give yourself mm-hmm. some time to process. But know that it will get better. Know that you are learning things while the grieving is happening. And, and do not give up hope mm-hmm. that it will get better and maybe even better than it ever was because y- you'll learn stuff about yourself as you as you go through the process. Yeah. Um I have a specific story because I don't want Anakin asked uh, us to share specific yeah, stories. Yeah. Um, and and it's um, so I, I've mentioned uh, many, many times over the years. Uh, I had one uh, real serious relationship uh, before I met my wife Sarah, and I'm friends with the person uh, now, a dear person uh, to me. I treasure the time that we were together. Um, but the end of the relationship was really hard. Um, in, in Anakin says my entire life was upended. And this was a time where I felt that same thing of mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. M- my entire life is upended. Um, been in this relationship. I made a bunch of mistakes. Uh, um, the signs were there, but I was not paying attention to them. Uh, I don't think we were doing a great job communicating. So for me, the, the relationship, uh, ended and it felt both like this deep whisper voice going like, you knew there were problems and you were ignoring them. But then also on the surface, it felt like I slammed into a brick wall at 90 degrees or 90, you know, miles an hour. Um, So this particular breakup happened while I was deciding to end the show I'd been doing with my brother for five years that I got a lot of identity from. I'd already decided that. And uh, uh, we lived together and I was definitely the person who needed to physically leave the living situation because Mm -hmm. a part of it was I was being financially irresponsible, not Mm -hmm. holding up my end of things. Um, I was also, uh, at that time I had been doing, just making money from doing shows, but not making enough money. I had quit Kinko's and I had saved up enough money to get by for a while and the money was dwindling and I wasn't finding a real job. (laughs) Uh, and I was about to turn 30. So Mm. it was, I'm going to have to leave and mourn this relationship. I have to give up this show that defines me because it's the right time to do it. I don't have a job <laughs> and I'm about to turn 30. Great job at life self. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it was really difficult, but what became, uh, I, I always reckon with the, the, what good came out of it? Cause it's not yeah, like yeah. bad things have to happen to have good things happen. But in terms of dealing with this, it, I had to look at myself and go, what choices have you been making? Who do you want to be? What do you have? Because I was focusing on what I was losing. And I, 
rebirth can be healing. Basically, I, it was a, it was a point of rebirth for me. Of what what do I want to be? How have I been letting myself down? How have I been letting others down? Who are, who are people around me who are there and always have been there? Because I'm focusing on the negative that my life mm-hmm. uh, that all these things are gone. Um, and when I look back on that time of rebuilding and rebirth. I was shocked to discover several years later, like suddenly that's become a happy memory mm-hmm. because it was such a time of rebirth and honesty and choosing who I wanted to be, what I wanted to focus on, being honest with myself about the mistakes I made and what I don't want to do again. Mm. So Anakin, I'm not going to come to you and say, enjoy this time. <laughs> but I think that when we are forced to to yeah. deeply, deeply take yeah. stock of our lives. Sometimes mm-hmm. we can we can find there's more in the pantry of our lives than we thought, mm-hmm. and it's a time to to uh, uh, to value y- your core strengths and to rebuild from there. Mm-hmm. And I, I look back on that not not the breakup and the sadness of it, but the the chance to rebuild mm-hmm. uh, strangely fondly. Mm. Mm. It was just a time of great honesty and I, necessity. I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you you look back on all the roads that lead you, lead you to where you are, and, and some of them start making sense a little bit mm-hmm. later on. Yeah, uh, no, I'm with you. And, and it's uh, there's a lot of self reflection. Um, even even if you know, I don't I, I don't know the whole story here. I'll say that Anakin, but like. You know, uh, you move past the the pain that's in there, wallow in it. Like I said, uh, you know, I'm saying it's okay if you spend an afternoon crying in a car, eating fast food with sad music playing. What a joy! I love doing that every now and then. Sometimes <laughs> I intentionally do it. Uh, it seems weird, but uh, you know, if you're that if you're of that ilk, it, it, enjoy it while you got it. Is what I'll say. Um, mm-hmm. But but the the chance to self reflect is the key, and, and I'm trying to think of. Of, of specific examples, a lot of lot of my pain in my twenties was self caused because mm-hmm. I was lonely, uh, no women liked me, you know. And then and then at, at, at one point in about two thousand five, had a very close friend come visit me, and in the at the bar at the Hollywood Improv, literally said "f you" to me. It was like mm. "f you." I've known you. He's known me since eighth grade. He's like, "Yet you say women don't like me." He listed off five in high school that did. He said, "But you couldn't see it." Because you were so focused on your own pain, so focused on what you didn't have, so focused on how, what you hated about yourself, you couldn't see it, and 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 I was jealous of those opportunities you were you, you were tossing aside. And this is one of my best friends, and so I don't talk to him all the time. Uh, but it's one of those lifetime Hall of Fame friends, and I needed that to force self reflection that I wasn't doing. Now I'm not saying this relates to anything you're experiencing directly, Anakin, or that you, you were a hundred percent wronged or a hundred percent right. I, I don't care about the details. You know, the details, but uh, that's what I needed because my, my pain was my, coming from myself. And it still does. You know, me, Joseph, it, a lot of the pain comes mm-hmm. from inside the head. Um, and, and, and the biggest, the, the, the biggest leaps forward for me have emerged from darker times one breakup in 09 and I, and through all the pain and the tears and the confusion, there was always moments and this includes employment. Thanks. Um, there's always moments when I kind of took that breath, sometimes literally like what is next? And I get to write that. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's easier mm-hmm. said than done, but I need that. I needed that 
exhale. I needed that breath to be like, that was five years. And now I'm here. Um, so it's a mix for me. I, I can't, I, I, yeah, the specific examples have gone through some career stuff before too, but even the mm-hmm. career stuff, I, how I reacted, it was the reacted to the, the career stuff was real damage. It's still even how I do it now. I can get in my head on a bad stand up set and I, and I react to it poorly. Um, so that's where I go. I take that breath and try to figure out how am I going to react to this? Yeah. I think that's, I think that's great. And, um, I think so many of us have, uh, have these challenges day to day, you know, one part of our life is going great, uh, but something gets upended. And Mm -hmm. I think, um, what Anakin is talking about, you know, experience where it feels like everything, you know, has fundamentally shifted everything. I -hmm. think being, letting yourself be honest and feel the pain while also checking and going, it feels that way. But what, who, who are people in my life that are going nowhere? What are circumstances that are going, uh, that are positive? What is the, what are the core, what makes me feel like me and reassures me that I'm still on solid ground and how can I pursue that? I don't know if you ever do that, Ken, if you, if you ever get to the point of like, all of these circumstances around me has made me question, but at the end of the day, I know I have this, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because when I was going through mm-hmm. that breakup, is it, it, it? I was like, I, I know that I, I know that I'm creative, and it makes me feel good to create, and I believe, you know, I'm good enough at it to keep doing it, and and that was a healing thing because it was like getting down to something that's like the core of me of like nothing can take that from me. Mm-hmm. It is a core of who I am. Do you have do you have any sort of go tos of like your house could burn down, Grace could leave you. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. you but you would still have have this core of who you are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and 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 that's that's where I that's what I mean by the if you're above ground, you know, you, you still got a, a shot or still got a chance. You still got mm-hmm. you. Again, all this is easier said than done. We're trying to avoid bumper sticker advice, but I think these things work for a reason. There's a reason I always end up sounding like I'm coaching a baseball team or a football team. It's it's because <laughs> there's some basic truths in that as as humans. But yeah, I take that and. Beyond that, some in my darkest days that we've all had, and 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 suicidal thoughts have been something I've battled for years, and I'm not alone in that. Um, it sounds silly, but like, have you ever had a great BLT sandwich at a diner? <laughs> There's a lot of reasons <laughs> I want to punch my own ticket and get out of here, but that ain't one of them. I'm gonna go get that, <laughs> and and I'm, it sounds so silly. But, no. that, that, it, it, you know, have you ever looked at on, uh, on a bird flying over the, the, the beach and into the clouds and, and just had that that breath of, uh, again, that breath of just like, this is it, live in this moment, be in it. I want to experience that tomorrow. Like that that helped change a lot of my things. Again, it's not easy. Depression's a, a you know, wicked disease that grabs, mm-hmm. that grabs hold of you. I totally get it. Um, but the, I, I hold on to that. So you talk about core. It's like you have this, there's a deep question of who's your, who's your core you and do you lose that? And also deli sandwiches. It's all part of it. <laughs> no, I think that's a great point. I think that it, there is great value in just looking around and seeing, uh, the little things you enjoy. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> uh, I kind of, normally in like a, in a story, it'd be like, you're going for a walk and looking out on a cliff and seeing this beautiful horizon or just staring up into the clouds. And it's really fun to picture just staring up in the clouds and there, there are BLT sandwiches up there and damn it. 
We're not done yet. There's still a BLT sandwich in the sky. We're not done yet. That's, uh, there's, uh, yeah, that Noah and the Whale song on the, on the last night of my life. I'll pay a high price to, to be, you know, to be done with my life. Um, I think of the, it, it, in the movie Glory, one of my all-time favorite films, Matthew Broderick knows they're about to, Colonel Robert Shaw, they're about to march their, to their death. And he, and he lets his horse go free as he stares out into the water in the clouds and the music swells. Just Photoshop a deli sandwich there where that's me letting go of all of it. I've had enough deli sandwiches. Uh, well, there you go. There's there's our advice, Anakin. Uh, let yourself feel sad, but hang on to the hope of a BLT or whatever the BLT in the sky is for you. Uh, our our thoughts and feelings are with you, and thanks for asking this. Uh, yeah, very uh, very good, very important question. So many people are going through this kind of stuff in big ways and little ways all the time. So I think it's a mm-hmm. great universal. Uh, experience to discuss. Yeah, much love to Anakin and just sing this song to yourself. The sandwich in the sky keeps on turning. You'll be all right. <laughs> oh, and then the mayonnaise dripping from the sky. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. That is it. Those are our questions of everything from the villains threatening <laughs> the new Jedi Order to the BLTs in the sky. That's what you can expect from questions of the everything. Ken, want to take us home? Can we please clip out that Rise of Skywalker moment and just sub Joseph going questions of everything. <laughs> everything. I'll give you everything. All right. Hey, you can find us on Twitter and threads at Force Center Pod. We're on Facebook at Force Center Podcast. Instagram as well, if you're on that site. I know a lot of people are. I spend more time there now these days. We are on YouTube. Subscribe there. Help us reach our goals and you see our faces. That's right. Podcast available in a lot of spots. Just search. You'll find us. Merch available at tpublic.com slash Force Center, where maybe we'll, we'll have Brian Ward. Uh, we'll pay Brian Ward to, to make a new shirt. Just it's called the, the BLT in the sky. Uh, maybe it'll work. Uh, Patreon.com slash Force Center is where you can support us directly. Uh, there you get a monthly show. Uh, we got the Will of the Force exclusively for all of you there. Follow me at Kednapsock. Go to my website, Kednapsock.com. Hey, I literally took some of the stuff I was thinking and talking about today and put it into a song called Last Step First. It's on the Moon Agers' first EP, Broken Pieces <laughs> of What Remains. Information on my website there. Uh, Joseph, where can they find and follow you? You can find me on most of the social media at Joseph Scrimshaw. Not too active on the old bird site uh, these days, but uh, the butterfly site, Blue Sky, changed <laughs> their logo to a butterfly. It's beautiful. Uh, it used to just be clouds, so then yeah. have to Photoshop a BLT into that. Mm. Anyway, you can find me <laughs> on uh, most of the social media at Joseph Scrimshaw is my handle everywhere. I uh, have some news and some fun things uh, coming up soon. You can uh, also check my website, josephscrimshaw.com, to links to comedy albums, all sorts of stuff like that. Buying comedy albums uh, really, really helps get uh, more money flowing for the films that I'm continuing to work on. So if you've done that or would like to consider that, that helps a ton on Bandcamp link on my website, josephscrimshot.com. But that is it for us. For now, we have Aid the Cues. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. 
Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.